Before we kick off this episode, I want to take a minute and remind you that I am now enrolling for my first ever mastermind. I am so excited to bring an incredible group of women together and make some magic happen. If you want to find out more, you can go to maddiepachong.com slash mastermind. We are at the end of a decade, which is absolutely crazy. And as you look ahead to 2020, if there are really big things that you want to do in your business, if you want to launch a business, if you want to make more money than you've ever made, if you want to launch a new product or a new service, if you want to do big things and you don't want to do it alone, consider this mastermind. It's going to be incredible. We already have some amazing women signed up and I would love to see an application from you. So again, you can go to maddiepachong.com slash mastermind for more information and feel free to send me a DM on Instagram or an email at hello at maddiepachong.com. If you have any questions, I would love to answer them for you. All right, let's get to the episode. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. ever heard of imposter syndrome before? If you've ever found yourself feeling inadequate or like you're not enough, you're one of the millions of people who've dealt with this issue. It's insanely common, and I think it's a big deal. People, especially women, are living their lives absolutely terrified that they're going to be exposed as a fraud, that someone is going to come forward and call them out and let the world know they've just been faking it this whole time. As I've grown as a businesswoman, which, by the way, speaking of imposter syndrome, still feels completely ridiculous to say that because in my head I'm definitely still 17, but as I've grown as a businesswoman, I have found that imposter syndrome doesn't go away. Every time I get to the point where I can feel myself up-leveling in business, it rears its ugly head, sometimes even more intense than before. My business is better than it has ever been, and I still have moments where I'm terrified that the other shoe could drop. However, as my imposter syndrome has gotten more and more intense, so has my mental strength. I can feel when imposter syndrome is coming, and while I don't think I'll ever be able to stop it, I have developed the tools I need to deal with it. I firmly believe anyone can do this, and I am hopeful that by sharing with you, you can start to take action on shifting your mindset to deal with imposter syndrome instead of letting it control you. So often when my own imposter syndrome shows up and from what I've talked to other people about when theirs shows up too, uh, it's because they have this feeling that they're not enough, like they're not an expert. And so because of that, they just shouldn't do anything. If they're not an expert, and we can't necessarily put words around what that means. It's just if I'm not an expert then I shouldn't do this thing. I'm not enough to do this thing. And one of the first shifts that has been helpful for me to make is recognizing the fact that I am, this is going to sound so cheesy, but I'm the only Maddie. I'm it. Like I, I am the only Maddie Pajang who has lived in this life on this planet And because of that, I'm the only person who has my history and my background and knows the things that I know and have has experienced the things that I've experienced. And from those life experiences, 
from the education, from the uh, interactions with other people, there have come lessons. And I am the only person who can articulate those lessons to the world, like good or bad, big or little, I'm it. And what a shame it would be if those lessons didn't get articulated to people who need to hear them. And I think that that's what I go back to when I'm having this like moment of insecurity. I just think, is there somebody out there who maybe needs to hear this thing? And who am I to stop them from hearing it because I'm insecure? Like, that's that would be super unfortunate and, and terrible for that one person or two people or whoever who need to hear that thing. And I like to remind myself that even if I maybe don't feel like the expert, I know more than someone right? And I know less than someone and that's okay. But on certain topics, I do know things that other people don't know. Again, going back to because I'm the only me, I know things that certain people that some people do not know. And therefore I have something to offer. Even if it's offering that, that something to one person or to a small group of people by just being one step ahead of somebody, I can help. And reminding myself of that is really helpful when it comes to battling imposter syndrome and understanding that, yeah, there are people out there who know more than me, but there are also people out there who I know more than and who I can help. And I'm maybe I'm the only person who can help them. That has really been helpful for me as I deal with imposter syndrome. And that's usually the first thing that I remind myself of. You have to understand that when you are in any career field, anything at all, you're probably also surrounded by it. So for example, as a photographer, I follow a lot of photographers. I am friends with a lot of photographers. I subscribe to email lists from other photographers. I am literally surrounded by photography content, or at least I was. And because of that, we see so much more of that type of content than other people do. So it can feel a lot like everybody is doing something better than you, bigger than you before before you could do it. And therefore, like the industry is too saturated or like everything has already been created. There's nothing left. And so I think that that prevents a lot of people from doing whatever it is they want to do. But the reality is it's because we are surrounded by it. I mean, even if you go, if even if you were to look at the different algorithms in place on uh, whether it's like a search engine like Google or social media or whatever, there are literal math equations in place to make sure that you see more of what you like and what you interact with. So even if you just go off of that, you're going to be served content about things that you're already, about content that you're already consuming. So yes, it can feel like everybody out there is doing the thing bigger and better than you are. But if you were to ask someone not in your field, like how many photographers do you think are in this town? Or how many um, graphic designers do you think of when you think of, oh, I need someone to design my Christmas card? It's probably a heck of a lot less than what comes up for you because you're in the field. You exist in it every single day. 
I do this exercise with all of my branding clients. They get this long questionnaire before we, we do a session together. And one of the things that I ask them is who they admire in their industry and why. And the wording that they use always makes me smile because they usually, they'll link to a couple websites or a couple social media pages and they will drop in names of people and they, they always call them something like they'll, they'll call them like the big names in the industry or the experts in my field or the popular people doing what I do, whatever it might be. And I'm not kidding. Nine times out of 10, I have no idea who those people are, but I know who my client is because my client is right in front of my face. My, like I'm, I'm working with them on something and whether I'm working with a graphic designer or an accountant or a lawyer or another photographer, chances are I have no idea who these other people are that they are idolizing, but I know who my client is and I would be so much more likely to buy something from somebody who is right in front of my face, who's serving me not these people who are these bigger names, according to my client. And I think that that is such a good reminder that it doesn't really matter who else is doing what you're doing. It truly doesn't. What matters is the connection that you're creating with people because people don't buy services. They they don't buy like you know, gizmos and gadgets. They they buy experience and they buy from people. That's what it comes down to. So when you're so consumed with what everyone else is doing and what the big people in the industry are launching, you're missing this incredible opportunity to get in front of your people, the people who know, like, and trust you and show them what you have to offer. Help them. You're You're missing such an opportunity by focusing on who else is out there doing the thing instead of just staying in your lane and doing the thing yourself. And this is hard to do. I mean, I'm, I'm make no bones about it. Like this is a difficult thing to do. I have made a conscious effort to really curate who I'm following on social media and when I'm going out and consuming content. Like I have found that on days that I'm writing for the blog or recording for the podcast, I love, love, love listening to podcasts. That's why I created my own because I consumed all the other podcast content in the world. Not really, but I really like podcasts. And I have found that on days that I'm doing like heavy, heavy content creation, I cannot be consuming content. So what that means, I listen to a lot of business and marketing podcasts and I have basically forbidden myself to consume those on days that I am creating content because I just get in my own head about it. Like someone else will do a podcast episode that I was thinking of doing and all of a sudden I just spiral. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was going to do that thing. She did that thing so much better than I did. Everybody who listens to me also listens to her and I can't bring anything new to this table so I should just not do it. And that's freaking ridiculous because Who's to say that everyone who listens to me also listens to whatever other podcast? Who's to say that that person told whatever 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 they're talking about, like they told it from a different perspective? I have a different perspective. And it is so silly to think that there's not enough room for both of us. And I know that. You guys, how many talk how many times have I talked about the principle of abundance and believing that there's enough? And like I, I know 
I know that that's true, but it just shows you how strong imposter syndrome can be, right? Like it can be so intense. Even when we are practical people, like smart human beings, this still weasels weasels its way into our head. It's almost impossible to beat it. So we just have to learn how to deal with it. And one of the ways that I'm dealing with it is just not consuming that content on days that I am creating content. So instead, there are podcasts that I listen to because I I do like I still want to listen to something like while I take my kids to um, like when I come home from daycare drop off or whatever, like I want to listen to something, but it cannot be about business or marketing or personal development. It just can't. So instead, I've subscribed to like some pop culture podcasts and some just like fluffy, silly talk show type podcasts. And those are what I consume on days that I am in heavy creation mode. This has made such a big difference and, you know, like like everything, I feel like it sounds kind of silly, but it has really made such a big difference because I don't get in my head nearly as much. I'm able to remain a little bit more, um, I guess, practical and understand that like there's enough, yes, there's enough out there, but I'm also not putting myself in a position where I'm consuming content that is similar to the content that I'm going to be creating. Because honestly, that's just asking for trouble. Like that is asking your brain to start spiraling and be like, oh no, like I, you know, I talk about these things and now I can't talk about these things because someone else is talking about these things. Like don't give your brain the opportunity to do that. Shut it down and just quit consuming that content when you are in creation mode. I'm not saying don't consume content ever, like business and marketing and personal development or whatever your thing is. I think that those things are so important to keep growing, but you can do it in a way and you can do it in a situation where you're not going to get to that point of what's the point? Like, why am I doing this? And that's the steps that I've taken to do that in my own business. This really all goes back to the limiting belief that I think a lot of us have, and that is whatever we want to do is not original enough because it already exists out there in some capacity. And this is a hard one to get by because I guess I don't know. It just is. It's it's really hard to come to terms with the fact that you may be creating something that already exists and already is successful. Um, For some reason, we see other people's success in this area as like less success for us, which again, totally goes against the principle of abundance, but it, it still happens. And I don't know where I heard this, probably a personal development podcast because I listened to a thousand of those, but It was an interesting mind shift for me when I realized that someone else's success doing the thing that I want to do, so whether that's creating a course or a mastermind or whatever it might be, someone else's success doing that thing or something really similar is actually a really good sign because if they're having success, it means that the need was there or the want was there. And they can't possibly serve everyone. It's just not possible. There are people who maybe don't know who they are who do know who you are, or people who maybe don't 
know them enough to trust them, but they do trust you. And their success just means that there could be success there for you too. If you really dig in and serve whatever it is in the way that you know your people need to be served. And that's kind of magical when you think about it that way. Instead of thinking, oh, she already did this thing, so I can't do it. Instead, thinking she did this thing and she had a lot of success, but I know how I can do it a little bit differently. And different isn't better or worse. It's just different. And that difference could be what resonates with the person who didn't buy or didn't, you know, yeah, didn't buy whatever it is that this other person might be selling. When you when you put it on its head like that, when you look at it just a little bit differently, it changes everything. Suddenly it just it makes it more obvious that like there's plenty of room for everybody at the table because everybody learns differently and everybody finds value in different things and everybody likes different people. Like there are so many factors and so many tiny changes that you can make that amount to something that makes it totally your own. One of the biggest things that has been helpful for me as I navigate these waters of imposter syndrome has been talking to my people. So the people who follow me on Instagram or who read my blog or who listen to the podcast, it's been really amazing to talk to them whether that is on Instagram DMs or in person or whatever, just figuring out a little bit more about like who they are as people, who you are and what you like and what you don't like. And maybe something that I have taught or done that has made a positive impact in your life, in their life. That has been phenomenal because suddenly you put a face on these people that you're serving or that you want to serve. And that makes it so much easier to serve. It it makes it a lot harder to let imposter syndrome win because you see actual people who could be helped by you showing up and by you doing the thing. And you start to realize that it's so much bigger than this. Like it's so much bigger than the insecurity and the worry and the judgment that you're putting out, like that you think other people are putting on you, even when they're probably not. It's so much bigger than that. There are lives that could be affected in a really positive way. And when you start thinking about that, it changes your whole perspective on showing up. Another thing to keep in mind is this. People are not thinking about us near as much as we think they are. And this is a hard one to remember. Even um, a couple of weeks ago, right before, or yeah, a couple of weeks ago, right before I launched my mastermind, I was talking to my business coach and I was like, you know, I mean, it's been a really good year and I'm thankful, but I feel like every other minute I turn around and I'm announcing something else. Like I'm doing these sessions or I launched a podcast and now I'm launching a mastermind and like it just feels like a lot. And basically I'm wondering how to announce this mastermind when I've already announced so many things and I don't want to like bug people. I don't want them to be annoyed with me. And she said something that I guess I knew, but I just forgot in the moment, which is the magic of having a business coach. And she was like, Maddie, people don't see everything you do. Like they just don't. 
and they don't think about you nearly as often as you're thinking that they do. It doesn't mean that we're conceited if we feel that way. It just means that we're human and we're self-obsessed. Like, of course we are. And the reality is they're just not thinking about us as much as we think they are because they're thinking about themselves. Like, think about the, the thoughts that cross your mind every single day. You're probably worried about yourself, and that's okay. But that's a really good reminder in business. Like, people aren't worrying about us. People aren't thinking about us as much as we think they are. And you can let that bum you out, and or you can you can let that you can let that be really freeing. And I choose at least when I am conscious about it, I'm going to choose for it to be really freeing. I want to close with an example that has come up a lot in my life and my business in the past couple of weeks, and I hope that it resonates with you. Um, I have had a really hard time lately transitioning to sharing a little bit more of this like mindset stuff, which is interesting because it's the mindset stuff that I have worked so much on this year that has made such a difference in my own life. Like everything that I just word vomited has made, like I, this is what I've been working on this year. And it's, it's what has made me able to really level up my business and take it to this place that I never, I could have never dreamed of. And yet it's really hard for me to share like how to deal with imposter syndrome or how to, you know, three mental shifts that you need to make or like that's been really challenging because of imposter syndrome. Because every time I go to share something like this, I think, Maddie, you are not a life coach. What the hell do you think you're doing? Like nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear this from you. Stay in your lane. And yet you guys, every time I share something like this, the response from you all has been incredible. It's been mind-blowing. And and again, it makes me realize that the stuff that maybe makes me a little bit uncomfortable and the stuff where my ego really comes into play and is like, who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing? That's the stuff that I need to be sharing. And that's scary as hell. It's terrifying because I don't feel like this is in my wheelhouse. I would so much rather do episodes about the five changes that you need to make to your email marketing platform or the three things you can do better on Instagram. Like I would so much rather give you tactical advice that you can like start implementing today and use and whatever. I would so much rather do that. But this is the stuff that keeps coming up and this is the stuff that's changed my life so much. So I know that it's important to share, but it's scary. And it's 100% where that imposter syndrome keeps coming in. But through all of this and through learning how to deal with imposter syndrome and through the amazing feedback from, from you, I have realized that this is the stuff that is holding people back. And this is the stuff that we need to be talking about because it's there and it exists and it's not going to stop existing, but we can figure out better ways to deal with it. Consider this your permission. This is your chance to do whatever it is that you want to be doing. Whether it is something super simple, like showing up more on your Instagram stories, Or whether it's something really big, like investing in something that you know will move the needle in your business, but it's still so scary. Consider this your permission because you are an expert 
You absolutely are. And you can do really big things. You just have to learn how to deal with your ego and how to deal with these limiting beliefs because they're not real. They're totally just in your head. We all have them. At the beginning of this episode, I talked about, um, you know, the, the root of imposter syndrome is that fear that somebody is going to call us out and let the world know that we've been faking it. You guys, I've got a big secret to share with you. We're all just faking it. We're all just human and we're trying to do the absolute best we can. And sometimes we fail and sometimes we succeed. And all of that is perfectly okay. The magic is in doing it anyway and showing up even when you're uncomfortable and pushing yourself just a little bit more every single day. And when you start to see the results from that, whether it's an increase in your own confidence or whether it's people coming to you saying, thank you, like you changed this for me because of what you said, thank you, it makes it worth it to be uncomfortable and to show up and to do the things that are really scary. It makes it worth it because you start to understand that it's so much bigger than your insecurities. And that's what I want for you guys. So I really hope that this episode um, kind of helps shine a light on the different things that I've been doing this year to help battle imposter syndrome. And I hope that you're able to apply some of these ideas in your own life. I am, I so believe that you can. It just... You just have to want it. You just have to want to make these changes, but you can absolutely do it. Anybody can. Confidence is not something that comes naturally to everybody. A lot of the time, it's something that we have to work on. You don't just show up one day able to go on stage in front of 500,000 people. Like You have to work on that, and it's going to take time, but it's so worth it. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would screenshot it and share it on social media. Seriously, it makes my day when I see those photos come through, and it's a great way to let us know what you liked about the show. If you have a second, head over to iTunes and leave us a rating or review. I know it takes a minute out of your day, but it is the best way to let us know why you're listening in and to let others know that you're enjoying the show too. It's such a good way to support the show. So thank you for taking a second to do that. See you next week, friends.